Today we are talking with Brett Owens, who is the CEO and founder of Cormeta. Brett, tell us something about the company and please start with your elevator pitch. Sure, you, you bet, Rob. Yeah, and thank you for uh, having, uh, have, having me on. So we make software uh, that is uh, designed for professionals who bill hourly, particularly uh, attorneys and other folks in the legal profession um, who you know, have to account for their time very meticulously and um, may not just have the patience or, uh, you know, maybe they do a lot of different things during the day. It's bottom line, you get to the end of the day, you get to the end of the week, you're trying to account for your time, and, and either some of it or a lot of it is often just a blur, and you're not sure where, where your time went. So our, our product, Chrometa, the idea is that it sits on your computer, passively uh, tracks what you're doing, so then uh, at the end of the day, end of the week, you got it as a safety net for your, for your time reconciliation. But you co-founded Gromeda. Can you tell us a little bit about about your background and uh, how you got the idea for starting the company, um, who the other co-founders were, and uh, how, how did you get it going? Sure, you, you, you bet. Yeah, prior to co-founding Gromeda, I worked for uh, a pro- company that did product, project management software uh, called Planisware. They're actually based in Paris is their European headquarters, and then I got started with their U.S. branch, which was headquartered in San Francisco. So I was about employee number ten there in, on the U.S. side, um, and did a lot of different things with them, like technical consulting and, and, and marketing and sales, uh, product support, and that's where I worked actually with my uh, original co-founder with Chrometa, Shab Bahadi. Um, we started. He was uh, pr- prior. Prior, he was on the uh, PlanetSource development team for three years. We actually started it in San Francisco on the same day. The joke is I, I got the office 10 minutes before Shab, so I got the nice chair and the nice desk. And he had <laughs> he had this old rickety chair desk, and he, for the next three years, regretted not getting the office earlier that day. But what, anyway, we sat across from each other, became very good friends, um, and um, you know we were always, uh, I think each of us, had a bit of a, an itch to eventually go do our own do our own thing. So we always like to brainstorm and, and kick around ideas. I think we knew that we'd love to work together, give given the opportunity. Um, and then the idea came from a actually a good friend of mine from college who went on then to law school. is now an associate at Aiken Gump in Washington D.C. Um, he was out actually here in California uh, on a on a ski trip. So he called me up. I drove up. Uh, Met up with them, and we were just talking. Um, he mentioned how how lavish, you know, this is this is I think maybe 2006, so that times are a little different. How lavish the lunches were that they would give their uh, summer interns and associates. And I said, "Geez, I gotta I gotta make software for you guys." And he actually sort of described the product idea. He said, "Well, you know, actually there there's I've got this concept. I, I have no idea if it's workable, but if you made something that sort of did my time tracking automatically for me, it'd be huge because I I I don't really." You know, I've a real hard time at the end of the weekend of the month trying to figure the stuff out. So that's actually where the concept came. And then, um, you know, Shab actually left Planisword to uh, devote full-time development efforts to see if first if we could actually do it, and then if um, you know, and then we just kind of took it from there. So that was uh, that was around July of '07 that we started mm-hmm. that we started the company in full-time development. The product uh, focuses on time tracking. Your concept 
of automatic time capture, it is, I think, quite unique. But isn't it relatively easy for uh, bigger competitors to take that concept of automatic time tracking and build it into a uh, more extensive practice management system? Are you afraid of that? You know, I think initially we, we probably were more afraid of it than we are now, now that we've seen how, uh, how <laughs> what a difficult task it is to get and to get right. I think one thing we've seen is um, while time tracking and is a big headache for a lot of attorneys, um, if you give them a, a, a product that sort of half works, you know, it helps them out, but then they still got to put some work into it. That's really not um, good enough. They really want something that will do 80, 90% or more of the work for them. Um, I, I think it's probably just human nature, but there's a, there's a very high bar for what they want, you know, the, a product like this to report back. So not only, um, you know, if they just reported half your things back to you or it wasn't easy to quickly reconcile your time, it, it wouldn't be good enough. So it, it, it definitely took us a while to get the product right. And I would say with our 2.0 release, we finally got there, which was in um, last August. Um, I definitely think it's something could be built into a larger practice management system. And, and I think we've seen, you know, the, some of these vendors are definitely looking um, into it. Um, but it's, uh, I, I guess one thing we've learned, it's a, it's a, it's a very, you know, it's it's a very big market and it's a tough um, it's a, it's a real tough solution to get right. So um, you know we're happy sort of satisfying the needs from from the end user perspective. And I mean we just kind of take the approach. Well, we just keep um, improving the product and uh, making sure it's I mean it's delivering value for, for the end user. And you know we kind of figure there there's always going to be a place for uh, for us then. Yeah. Okay. But I think in general, you see uh, some significant changes uh, in the relation between law firms and their clients. One example um, I see is that there is a tendency to migrate away from billing per hour. I think there's an increasing number of clients asking for fixed price deals or other fee structures. Will this affect your business model and the future developments of your product? Yeah, it's a very interesting question. And and I definitely could see it... um, Affecting particularly how we gear, um, you know, product development. I mean, I think at, at, at its at the heart of the matter is you need to account for how time is spent, and, and whether you're billing hourly or you're on a fixed fee structure, um, you still need to be able to figure out where your time went. Um, I've, you know, I guess I've heard the argument that on a, on a fixed fee basis, it's actually more important to figure out where your time is um, when we were. You know, doing some legwork market research on our end. Uh, I spoke with a couple managing partners at medium-sized firms here in in town in Sacramento, and and I asked that question. I said, "Do you uh, you know offer fixed fee contracts?" And said exactly what you did, Rob. That we're, we're we're starting to hear more demand for it, but we try to avoid them at all costs because. One partner said, I don't know if I've ever made money on a fixed fee contract ever yeah. because we just totally lose track of the time that goes that goes into it. You told me something about uh, investing quite some time in uh, user surveys and client interviews. Is there any relevant information coming out of that? And is that affecting uh, the development cycle of your product? D- definitely. That That is probably the, I think, the... That's probably the most valuable thing that we have as a company, probably is our understanding of what the, our, our customer base and prospective customer base, um, you know, want. So we have, as you mentioned, we've done um, more formal surveys that have, um, you know, we've gotten several hundred, um, I think almost a thousand responses to. 
um, you know, certain certain questions we've asked that have allowed us to quanti- I guess, quantify the problem of, of timekeeping. So, for example, one um, question that was pretty uh, illuminating was we asked, how, how much time do you spend? So this is mostly uh, attorneys themselves re- responding to it. So we asked, how, how much time do you spend each week reconciling your billable time? And we found that the median was over two hours a week, and the average fell in around, it fell in around two and a half hours per week, with some going up, I mean, it's crazy, like five, six or more hours per week just to um, you know, account for the time. So you're looking at almost half a day or above for a lot of people. So it was, a, uh, I guess, a larger, even a larger uh, time uh, waste than, than, than we had thought. Yeah. And then the other um, interesting data point was we asked them how, how much of their legitimate billable time did they believe they accounted for. And that was actually a very low number. So they accounted, you know, the estimate averaged out around 67% so that they were actually underbilling, at least they believed, by up to 50% because they were not, um, you know, able to, to find the time after the fact. So not only were they sort of losing time after, um, but also, you know, underbilling as a result. What can we expect in 2010? Have you new plans, new functionality, new products, translations for foreign markets? Sure. Yeah, we, we usually keep a, a pretty short-term roadmap because we do like to stay pretty flexible and, and base it on, um, you know, customer, um, customer and user and user feedback. So short-term here, um, yeah, we're continuing to push out sort of new functionality into our, our 2.0 release, which is a, our, our desktop product. So we've been pushing out free updates since August and we anticipate, you know, we'll, we will continue to do that into, uh, um, into early next year. And then we are taking a look at some next generation products, which um, are still really uh, early and, and on the drawing board. But it's, um, you know, we keep look at, looking at figuring out how, how can we extend um, what we have and how can we sort of satisfy as many, you know, user needs as we have. So you definitely may see some more, I guess, um, advanced or premium offerings on the table in 2010. Mm-hmm. What, what we tried to do with, with our 2.0 release here was satisfy, I guess, as many um, users' uh, needs as we could and then, um, you know, leaving the door open for a next generation. Because some, some people just don't, they don't like stuff complicated. They don't want a lot of features. Exactly. The basics are fine, right? And then, then some will love every bell and whistle you could ever develop, and that's and, and that's what they want. So, you know, we may take a look later, later, I guess next year still, or two, later 2010 into um, into doing some more advanced uh, things. I heard that um, there are even lawyers at um, well at the big international law firms who have their own practice management systems. Um, making use of your products and they uh, buy it uh, on their own account bypassing the IT department making your product a little bit uh, the nightmare of the IT uh, manager is that correct? Well we know this is a a touchy subject and it's near and dear (laughs) to to your heart as well Um, so we we obviously don't uh, uh, necessarily condone bypassing IT what what we um, what we do <laughs> encourage users is to uh, of course loop IT in and, and be responsible but yes in all honesty I, because it is a lightweight product um, 
we have we do have individual attorneys buy it for themselves and, and put it on their own machines, whether it's at a small size firm or, as you mentioned, you will see users at big firms that, that will yeah. do this. And, no names, uh, please, Brett, no names. No names, no <laughs> names, of course. So I guess our, our, our only, uh, uh, you know, thing that we'll say to IT folks whose heart might be jumping in, in their mouths is that, you know, we do, um, support the users ourselves. So we offer free email and phone support. So we do actually support users. And our our, our pitch on this is that um, it's a, it's an easy to use product. So we don't. So you don't have to use up the valuable IT resources. They can go do something else. And yeah. the users are taken care of with the simple product. And you know any questions, they just come directly to us. Okay. Well, Brett, it was uh, nice talking to you. Thanks a lot for your time. And uh, yeah, well, thank keep you, us Rob. posted on the developments. Oh, you bet. You bet we will. Enjoyed, okay. uh, enjoyed the talk. Okay. Bye, Brett. See you, Rob. Thank you.